listening to Pipes, Pours, and Pals. I am your pal Justin. And I am your pal Nate. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, pretty fantastic, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really good. Good. Been down here for a couple hours, just kind of prepping for the show a little bit and talking to our good pals, Kirk and Russ and Nate King on the on the interwebs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. About nice. the uh, Indiana Pipe Club. How's that going? I mean, it's going. Yeah? Yeah. It's We're getting ready to have our second meeting in January, so... It's going. Yeah. I mean, good. That's great. Good news. Yeah. I mean, there's we have lots of members. You're not one of them yet. So uh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I'm going to get it. You don't want to support it. One yeah. of these days. One of these days. Yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, it's not like it would look bad on our podcast that half of it doesn't support the Indiana Pipe Club. It's... It's okay. Well, half of us are on the board. Yeah. And the other half are very forgetful. <laughs> and uh, I am on the board. And I am forgetful. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, it's I, a good time. I support you guys in spirit, you know, in thought. Yeah. I mean, you nominated us. I did, actually. Yeah. yeah. You, I think you're the only person that turned <laughs> in nominations. But so, uh, thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, the people that were chosen to for the different roles were all great choices. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you basically appointed the board. Well, I'm not, I mean, I didn't say it. You know, you said it. <laughs> you're like the godfather. Feels you're, good. You're, you're doing all the moving and shaking. <laughs> You're appointing people to places so that you can, like, you're the master of puppets. Yes. Yeah. That's how I describe myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking uh, awful Jack Blackie over there, man. What does that mean? I don't know. Just with the hair and the beard, and you just kind of, you got a Jack Black vibe going on over there right now. Right on. I love Jack Black. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You took your hat off, and I was just like, he's putting off some major Jack Black vibes. Yeah, throughout my entire life, at different points, people have said I, I remind them of Jack Black a lot. Do you, like, sing really obscure songs just randomly? Yeah. Okay. I actually do that a lot. I annoy the crap out of people at work. I, I sing, my kids hate it. I make up songs all the time. My wife hates it. Sarah doesn't mind it when I do it, but the kids are so embarrassed. Really? Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm a dad, and I have a teenager now, and one to be... Mm. one that's a year away from being a teenager. That's... So I'm about to have two teenagers. Oh my Lord. Yeah. So it's kind of obligatory that I do embarrassing things like make up random songs, like just driving down the road and make up a song about how I'm about to poop my pants or something like that. Oh, okay. So just random things. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's what I do, man. You do weird things when you're a dad. Yeah. You know, we've gotten um, a lot of feedback about the whole ice cream thing last week. Have we? We have. Yeah, I've heard from several people. I've only heard from, I heard from one person. I've heard from several people about I, supporting me about like 100% dads are ice cream people. Really? And that they're shocked that you don't like ice cream. Huh. Yeah, we were actually just talking about it also on the board meeting uh, Zoom call. Really? About how you don't like ice cream and that they 
don't feel like they could trust you because you don't like ice cream. Well, let me be clear about this. It's not that I don't like ice cream. It's that I prefer other things. Like tonight, and it's not, I mean, we had a, a, th- a late Thanksgiving dinner at our house. Mm. We didn't get to see my wife's sister and her husband, and we didn't celebrate with my wife's mom. And they were all going to be down. Her sister and her husband live up in like Valparaiso, which is a few hours north. Yeah. Close like to Chicago. Chicago land area. Yeah. So they were coming down this weekend. The region. And my wife, for some reason, like the week before Thanksgiving, she brought home this 15 pound turkey. That's a big turkey. And I go, why did you buy that? And she was like, it was on sale. And I was like, okay, well, why did you buy it? We're, not, we're going to my parents for Thanksgiving. They already have a turkey. And she was like, we'll just cook it. All right, whatever. I mean, when it's 29 cents a pound, you can't afford not to buy it. Yeah. So she bought this giant turkey and brought it home. And uh, we cooked it this morning before we went to church. We put it in the oven, you know? And uh, yeah. it. So they were all over. I don't remember why I started this story. Oh, yeah. So there was dessert, right? Uh-huh. And I, everybody was getting plates of dessert. And I walked up to get a plate of dessert. And I thought, you know what? I would actually rather have more mashed potatoes. So I just got another scoop of mashed potatoes, a little bit of gravy. And that's what I had instead of dessert. Like, I would rather have savory things. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. I just think it's wrong of you, but. And also, <laughs> I am like. I'm a pansy in so many ways, but I don't disagree with that. One of the ways with which I am a pansy is I have very sensitive teeth oh. and it actually like is very painful to eat ice cream. Like if I take a bite of ice cream, all of my teeth just start hurting. Mm. Um, so I, when I do eat ice cream, I usually just take small bites, put it in my mouth and just swallow. I can't like chew it up or, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm just I'm just a, a dainty Nancy boy, and I I don't know, man. I'm like I would rather just eat mashed potatoes. So a dainty Nancy boy, yeah. I, I milkshakes hurt me, um, but that's not my teeth. Though. My like when I eat a milkshake, I get like a, a brain freeze, but it's like my entire body and my back hurts, and I just wasn't meant to ingest cold things. I don't think. I have no patience either. I just eat things so fast or yeah. drink things so fast. Sarah made ice cream cones last night and that was the bomb. Waffle cones. Oh, from scratch? No, no, no. She she bought cones and then put ice cream in the cones. So she made ice cream cones a little, that's a little strong. Well, I mean, she didn't buy pre, pre-constructed ice cream cones. I wouldn't like a drumstick. Right, yeah. I she, love drumsticks. I, <laughs> I love drumsticks too. I, I should, if I'm going to eat a drumstick though, I never just eat one drumstick. I eat like three of them because there's never enough ice cream there to satisfy. My favorite part of the drumstick is the little bit of the cone at the bottom with the chocolate down there. It's pretty good. That's like the, that's the part I look forward to the most. Unless you get the good drumsticks that have the chunk of chocolate in the middle of the ice cream. Mm. I'm not too familiar with that. Mm. Honestly, if we're ever like hanging out and we got drumstick drumsticks around. I, I would be happy just to break off the bottom of the cone and you can have all of it and I'll eat that little bit of chocolate at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's making a big deal about this game because T Swift's in the building in in Green Bay. Uh-huh. And so is Simone Biles. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why is Simone Biles there? 
She's dating one of the Green Bay Packers. Interesting. I believe, I don't think they've gotten married. I'm pretty sure they're dating. But he's it, it's funny too. It's not funny, but I found it to be kind of interesting because he's not like a good player. It's just some like I think he's like a B string kind of. They keep him around as a warm body kind of a thing. So she's not actually in it for his money, probably. It, yeah, like I feel like they, she genuinely likes him, right? Which is odd. Or he's in it for her money. That could be. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone could like a Packer, but it's true. They're the worst. I don't know about the worst. I'm not a big fan of the of the Eagles. Why don't you like the Eagles? Well, for starters, Jalen Hurts, um, he played for Alabama. Say no more. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of the Eagles. Um, the team, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah the the band's okay. Really? Yeah, they're okay. I'm the exact opposite. So you love the big, or you love the Eagles, the team, but hate the band? I like the team, the Eagles, yeah. And I hate the band, the Eagles. Really? Yeah. I just I hate the freaking Eagles, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I don't like the Eagles. Um, Hotel California is just way, way overplayed. Mm. And I don't know. There was just, I, that's what, their fault. Yeah, they shouldn't have written that song. <laughs> but uh, when I was in New York, there was this guy that, it was a really weird situation. Um, I'm not going to say his name. Let me say, everything about your New York trip is a really weird situation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the whole thing, everything you've ever told me about your New York trip. It was a weird time in my life. <laughs> it was a very weird time in your life. But this guy worked at the place that I worked at. And he was, he was just somebody's brother who got hired on. He was kind of new in town. He hadn't been living in that area for very long. And he was hired on to like to escort patients. So they, he would take patients like from the waiting room to doctor's offices or whatever, where they're going. Um, and we partied with him a couple of times, like hung out with him a few times. And one time he just like offhandedly mentioned that he'd been in an English prison. And we were like, what? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I was in prison uh, in the Bahamas. And I guess like the Bahamas are part of the Bahamas are governed by England. I don't know. Apparently like a colonial thing. Anyway, so somebody at work Googled the guy's name. And there was an entire story about how he got caught with like $150,000 cash, a couple hundred pounds of marijuana, and a bunch of cocaine. And he was running drugs for some family and got caught and went to jail and got out of jail because he ratted on everybody. Like, <laughs> it went through and he ratted on everyone to get out of jail. And I was like... Did he have stitches? No, but the whole time I was like, why do you have a Facebook? Why do you like, I would be so terrified if I did that to a criminal family. You should just out him right now. Just say his name because we have tens of listeners. Well, right, right. But we were listening to. He may owe Jay money. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I was listening to, we were listening to, or at a bar and a Hotel California came on the, 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 
music, right? Yeah, yeah. It is a song. It's yeah. music. Yeah, it came on those the stereo system or whatever they use in bars these mm-hmm. days. And it's not a jukebox. I don't know what it is. Anyway, the point of this is, um, he was like, he'd had a few drinks and he was like, dude, this song's about cocaine, man. It's about cocaine. He stabs it with his steely knife. And I was like, oh my God, I hate this song and I hate you. <laughs> it was just, so now every time that song comes on, I just think about that guy. Honestly, he was actually a pretty nice guy. So your was, trauma from being in New York is the reason that you hate the Eagles. No, 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 no. I mean, I already didn't really like this song, but now every time I hear the song, I think of that guy, which in, in all honesty, he really wasn't that bad of a guy. Um, he was just super, super odd. And one time he had a party at his house and we all went over there and then he went in his bedroom with three friends for like 30 minutes. And then they all came out and they were just like wired. Like I, I I'm pretty sure they just went and did a bunch of Coke. Um, and then came back out. It was just a really, really weird party. And it was weird because he only invited people from work. And then these three random people that none of us had ever met. He's <laughs> looking for cover up. Yeah. So like the, the x-ray tech was sitting there and she was like, what's he doing in his bedroom? And I was like, I don't know. And he comes out and they're all just bouncing off the wall. And we're all like, I think we're going to leave. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles suck. <laughs> That's what that story's about. You watched the Eagles game today, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I watched part of it, and then I came and I turned it off and came down here. So I didn't get to watch the full thing. Uh, but I was glad to hear that the 49ers won. Handedly won. Yeah. Yeah, it was not even close. I think the Niners won by like three touchdowns. Your Lions won today. They did. Barely. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. They almost blew it at the end. They there. did, yeah. Yeah. We were up. 21 nothing in the first seven minutes of the game yeah and then we ended up winning by like six or something five five by five points yeah it was a a win's a win you know what i mean we didn't come from behind the colts won that was a surprise yeah well i mean the the titans were worse than are worse than the colts so still a surprise though yeah but they won in overtime and in very exciting fashion that was a a nice pass. That was a really nice pass. Did you see that dude's thumb get stuck in the face mask? Yeah. And I was like, how did he not get called for that? Yeah. But it like contorted his thumb and like twisted it backwards. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. football injuries, man. Yeah. That, like I had sympathy pains for that dude. It like bent his thumb in a weird, like a weird direction. I was like, oh, yeah. It was like that. Uh, you didn't see it. We were talking about earlier, but the uh, chain gang guy in the Lions game that got leveled and like it just like mangled his leg. I don't know how I didn't see that. They showed it on camera twice, and I almost hurled. There was a a part towards like the middle end where I well, I guess it was more the middle, but I was just chasing my daughter around uh-huh. before she left um, with my wife to go get some pictures taken, mm. and maybe it happened then. I don't know how I didn't see it. I watched the whole game. Alvin Kamara ran out of bounds and took his leg out. Like literally they show in one of the clips, they show him rolling around on the ground, like holding his leg. <laughs> I love it when they get, here's, my, a, here's a picture of he's like the, the camera guy's just showing him rolling around, holding his mangled leg. Yeah. I love it when they get good video of somebody writhing and paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> legs aren't supposed to bend that way 
Oh uh, man, dude, it, I can't believe you didn't <laughs> look at the dude's face. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Dude, it was nasty. Let's see if we can maybe get a picture of that posted on the Instagram. <laughs> no, it'll get taken down. It was brutal. Anyway, I'll edit all that down downtime down. Um, but yeah, what we're talking about. Oh, uh, football. Yeah, some good games today. Colts won. Lions won. Yeah. Eagles yeah. lost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm happy. I don't know. I took an accidental nap. You know, when you sit down to watch football and you just accidentally take a nap. Yeah. Does that happen to you? Uh, yeah. On a, not really much anymore, but it used to happen a lot. Oh man. I love it. Yeah. I even warn my kids ahead of time. I even hide the remote because they like to take the remote while I'm napping and then change the channel. I was like, no, 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 no. You ruin the ambiance of the nap. Yeah. Having the football playing in the background is part of the nap. I remember being younger and it was when my, like when I uh, would go to my parents' house on Sundays mm-hmm. after church. And uh, it was my favorite thing to like start a football game, fall asleep, take a good two hour nap, wake up, same football games on and you get to finish the game. <laughs> Football naps hit different, man. They're mm. like golf naps. You ever watch golf take a nap? I mean, how can you not? Golf is like the superior napping TV. It really is nice. Like, I, I love watching the Masters. Yeah, I enjoy it. Love it. But there's no better nap throughout the entire year than the nap that I take on a Sunday afternoon of the Masters. Mm, right on. It's, it's premium nap TV. Mm. It's good stuff. The best nap I have all year long. Nice. Recliner. Masters on. <laughs> out like a light. It's good stuff. As long as my kids don't try to change it. Yeah. Then I have to hide. I have to hide the remote, like stick it in like the small of my back or something like that. So yeah. they can't get to it. Or if they try to, they wake me up. Interesting. Yeah. I used to, I, I just saw a thing today that said that Thomas Edison used to work with a steel ball in his hand. Because if he would fall asleep while he was working, it would drop the ball and the sound would wake him up. Okay. What's the purpose of that? So he could keep working. Interesting. Why not just go sleep? Well, some people think it's more important to invent light. (laughs) How enlightening. Yeah. Cheesy dad jokes. Some people just... Hide the remote in the small of their back. Keep on sleeping. Or I'll like put it in my pants. Yeah. Like just inside my waistband. Yeah. So. we I always have to hide the remote. Emma loves remotes. Yeah. And she knows that the little uh, microphone button makes a noise when she pushes on it. Oh. Uh, but it also causes the TV to quit working. <laughs> so most of the time now I'll just pop it open, take a battery out and hand it to her. And then she gets very upset because it can't do what she wants it to do. Right. I get upset too when I can't use the remote. The problem is that she's really like observant. She's a very smart, observant little baby. So, um, I don't know. Anytime we open up a gate, like the little child gates, you know, Mm-hmm. I have to make sure she's not looking when I do it. 
because she's always learning. She's like a velociraptor. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, no, I don't know what you're talking about, but. Um, well, velociraptors, when they're in a cage, will jump up and test different areas of the fence. They do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because they remember. And uh, that's what she does. She tests different parts trying to get out of different, you know. Something what I mean? you guys study at work about velociraptors? No, it's a quote from the original Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. When he showed him the... So you're taking your scientific facts from a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you believe that Sharknado's real? Theoretically, it could exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know that the Velociraptors themselves um, were actually much, much smaller in real life. And that when they started making the movie... Spielberg was just like, these need to be bigger. So they just like just made them bigger for the movie. But mm. in reality, they were this, like the size of a small dog. <laughs> that's, Amer that's an American measurement right there. They're like the size of a small dog. <laughs> talking a chihuahua? Are no, we you're right. I'm sorry. It's like a medium <laughs> dog probably. Like probably about the size of like a golden retriever. Uh. Uh, an adult golden retriever. Not like a Great Dane or like a Newfie or something. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Anyway, let's talk about what we're smoking. Already? We can... Do you have something else you want to talk about? No. This week, we are smoking Mac Baron HH Rustica. Yes. This was a gift to us. Gift is kind of a strong word. It was it was a gift. It was this, given to us. This is an expensive tin. There was only what seven seventy one hundred of these made. Yeah, I would consider this a gift. Okay, this was a gift it from was, our it, good friend Riley. It was a gift. You're right. Riley's awesome. Like a Trojan horse was a gift. You know what I mean? <laughs> so are you calling this gift from Riley a Trojan horse? No, there's nothing hidden in that. It, he's been very upfront about what it is. Yeah. Are you saying it's Trojan horse because he wants to? He wants you to puke from smoking this. I'm saying that the Trojan horse was also a gift that wasn't. I'm just trying to figure out how you're trying. You're trying to liken this to our gift from our listener. Well, because I said it's not really a gift, and you said, "Well, it's a gift," and then I said, "Well, the Trojan horse was also a gift," but I mean, was it really a gift? Because it was the undoing of Troy. You know what I mean? Yeah. See what happened was there was a king. No, I'm I'm fully aware of the story of the Trojan <laughs> horse. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out is how you're likening this to our very generous listener, who is probably our biggest listener. He is, yeah, for sure. He's listened to all of our episodes like 14 times, and you're likening him to. A manipulative gift with bad intentions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like you, Riley. I'm sorry that Nate doesn't. I'm sorry that he doesn't trust you. <laughs> I like Riley because he was very upfront about it. He was like, I want you to smoke this on air because I want to hear you puke. <laughs> Everyone knows that if you've been listening for very long, and if this is your first time ever listening, sorry. 
that we took so long to get to the tobacco part, but I'm a pansy. <laughs> and we already discussed this when we're talking about ice cream. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I don't handle things very well. And one of the things I don't handle very well is, is high nicotine content in my tobacco. Um, especially, I don't know what this is, why it is this way, but for some reason, flakes get me more than anything else. Really? Like, I can smoke Burleys. I love Burleys. But like burlies that are like flakes that have burly in them, like University Flake or Irish Cask, or there's a couple other ones I've tried. Slawny burly flake. Every time I get like Nick sick. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. But this is not that. This is Rustica hot pressed flake. And according to tobaccoreviews.com, You're going to want to sit down for this, guys, because this is a long one. (laughs) The Nicotiana Rustica is the sister of the tobacco plant that we know and love, Nicotiana Tobacum. Native to the Amazon region and other parts of South America, the plant and the various types of use spread throughout the American continent the English settlers found the Rustica tobacco in North America in 1607 and saw how the native Indians smoked the tobacco in clay pipes. Since the nicotine content of the rustic plant is usually high, however, it quickly went out of fashion when the Virginia and Burley tobaccos known today were discovered and spread. Today, tobacco on a rustic basis can only be found in Eastern Europe in the countries of the Middle East and in Asia. A new process was developed to make this very potent tobacco edible for the German palate. The tobacco leaves are sun-dried and thus retain their natural sugar. Dark Virginia and Burley were also added to balance the flake. Like all flakes, the HH series... Sorry. Like all flakes of the HH series, the Rustica was not... Man... I told you it's long and I apologize to everyone. Like all the flakes of the HH series, the Rustica was also hot pressed, which allowed the tobacco flavors to combine optimally and to mature through a light fermentation. Despite all these measures, the HH Rustica still has a very high nicotine content. It is by far the strongest tobacco in the Mac Baron range and is probably one of the strongest pipe tobaccos worldwide. We recommend that you eat well and use a small pipe before enjoying this flake. But don't be put off. The Mac Baron HH Rustica is probably the most extraordinary tobacco of recent years and an absolute pleasure experience. That was a long, long description. Yeah. And that's just the note. Like, that's, that, that's everything about it, though. Yeah, so uh, on the back of the tin itself, it says uh, two branches of the Nicotiana tobacco family is blended. The native tobacco from Virginia and the tobacco we are used to. Now, this one's not my fault. They, they worded this oddly. <sighs> two branches of the Nicotiana f- tobacco family is blended. The native tobacco from Virginia and the tobacco we are used to smoke in a pipe. The combination is one of a kind. 
and provide a bold smoke both in taste and strength. Due to the hot press, the natural flavors marry together in its own unique way. There are so many grammatical errors in that little bit then this tin. Do they not have somebody who edits these things? That's absurd. <laughs> See this? <laughs> right off the bat, bat. Two branches of the Nicotiana tobacco family is blended. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> The native tobacco from Virginia and the tobacco we are used to smoking in a pipe. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, they need an editor for these tins. <laughs> that one is an odd one. That is oddly weirded or <laughs> <laughs> oddly worded. <laughs> yeah, you want me to just start over? We can edit all that out. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> this is who we are, man. Uh, I got some curtains I need to go close here. You guys hang tight for five minutes while I. <laughs> <laughs> use the bathroom or anything i'm okay right now okay <laughs> just leave people in silence for a few minutes um so i will preface all of this by saying that mrs codger was the first one of us she popped this tin and smoked this nice because she wanted me to tell you that it didn't make her sick in the slightest so if it makes you sick you really are a pansy I would not in any way argue that Mrs. Codger is much more of a man than I am. <laughs> I feel like we've proven that time and time again. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> Have you smoked it yet? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is it, is it hitting you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't get it at all. Really? Maybe it's because I'm two glasses of whiskey in. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. Maybe I'm not even not not far not that far into it either. So I decided I would smoke. I was trying to find a pipe that had a small bowl, and I went with a pipe that has a small bowl, but it's also really um, it's not super short, but it's a shorter pipe. I love this pipe. Um, I got this in Mule Town last year, or this past year, I should say, from uh, Richard over EP Pipes. Mm -hmm. And it's the only mortar pipe that I own. And he made a matching tamper for it with it. Um, it's got that beautiful accent piece that's also on the tamper. Um, it's like that teal and red, like the Joker. Purple, yeah, it's like teal and purple. Not purple, that's, like the, the, that's Joker. the color. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I didn't go to preschool, so I don't know my colors very well. We've discussed this before. You are, you're, you're like a... I'm a savant of sorts, but colors are not my strong suit. Right. But this is like the original Joker, I think. The Jack Nicholson, not the original, the yeah. Jack Nicholson Joker. Anyway, I love this pipe. But hindsight, I probably should have got a little bit of a longer pipe. Um, somebody said we should smoke. It, it's, it would be best to smoke out of like a, a longer pipe with a small bowl. Um, but it is a tasty tobacco. Um it's delicious. It's very, it is very, very good. But I have barely smoked this and I'm already feeling it. Really? Yeah. What a girl. I know. Just, I don't even know why I do this. I should just give up. You know what I mean? Why you were acting a little weird? Is it because the yeah. nicotine sickness? Yeah. I'm such a pansy man. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
I even ate like a ton before I came over here. Because yeah, and I was, we even had cookies down here. And we I had, had coffee. coffee. Interesting. I don't know what it is. I really enjoy this, actually. Well, good. That makes me happy. I maybe a third of the way through this bowl, but uh, there's like this. Honestly, I'm getting mostly Virginia's Virginia type flavors out of it. I'm getting the sweetness. I'm getting a, a, a hay. I'm not getting really any burly coming through on it. I don't know what rustica is supposed to taste like. Yeah. But I'm mainly getting the Virginia's out of this. I'm getting like a sour note. Yeah. There is like a abnormal tanginess about it that I'm not familiar with. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. You don't have to keep puffing on it. If it's going to make you sick, I don't want you to puke in my basement. So, Well, I mean, I appreciate that. I'm, I mean, I've taken a break for a minute. I'm going to light it up again because I, it is a really tasty tobacco for sure. Um, I'm just a, a pansy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Um, well, while we're, you know, we're talking, we'll talk about it more as we go along as things stick out to you. Feel free to butt in. Cause we, we go on rabbit trails all the time. So if something comes to your head while you're smoking it, then blurt it out. Surely you can interrupt whatever we're talking about and we can get back on course. Cause we always do. Uh, we got something in the mail this week. Mm. Uh, our listener, a listener, uh, Glenn moon on Instagram. He's gigafx 81. Uh, reached out about a couple blends that he had that he didn't really care for. And he wanted to know if we wanted the remnants of it. Uh, he smoked a couple bowls of each one of them. And he was just like, this isn't for me. Right I don't on. want them. Nice. Do you guys want them to smoke on air? And I was like, I haven't had them. I think one of them I'd had. We'll get them to them later. They're on the shelf to, to be smoked later on. Um, but then he sent us gifts along with that, that I didn't know were coming. Nice. And uh, I've already opened mine and he sent one for Mrs. Codger too. And she opened it as well. That's so sweet. She got a really nice, like, blue acrylic tamper. And uh, he sent me this one he made for me, knowing that I'm a um, a shotgun guy. I like to shoot shotguns. Yeah. It's got a 12-gauge shotgun shell top on it. Oh, that's awesome. And this uh, cool sunglassed skull. <laughs> oh, that's very that cool. pulls out into a pick. And it's like a blue and silver sw- Whirl acrylic. It's really cool. I like That's it a lot. Very cool. Yeah, and I I'm gonna guess that whatever is in yours is probably a tamper too. But maybe it's like cocaine or something like that. I don't know. Someone will let you open it and find out. Okay, here we go. Let's see if uh... it's just paper towel tear into it. <laughs> oh, that's freaking sweet man Ooh, that is awesome i love this little wearing like a pork skull pie. with the yeah with the hat on top it's like a almost detroit lions colors kind of is like blue and silver blue and gray yeah little tampered with the pit this thing's freaking sweet little pick slides out of the top yeah it's got the skull with the hat that is so cool man thank you so much glenn yeah i was super excited to get this package in the mail yeah, that that is very unexpected. 
That yeah. is so cool. I expected to get the tobacco because he told me he was sending that and then to open it up and find that there were um, tampers that he made in there was even cooler. So thank you so much, Glenn. Seriously, thank you so much. That's awesome. Check Glenn out on Instagram. He is gigafx81. That's but he sent that to our frequently used now P.O. Box. I was going to say that's like three weeks in a row we've had a, right. a, a gift from a listener. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys so yeah, much. That's awesome. Uh, I honestly, I got the P.O. Box because we had, had some people asking where they could send stuff and, um, you know, something about giving people online your physical address. Yeah. Not that I don't trust people. It's just, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, part of that too is that, um, they know that I am married to Mrs. Codger. Yeah. And she's already had some like creeps like harassing her on Instagram. Oh yeah. Like she has this one creep that she blocks him and then he creates a new, like he's done this like a half dozen times. Really? Has created multiple accounts. Wow. Yeah. And like asks her to take pictures of herself smoking a pipe. Like really, really weird. Huh. Yeah. Don't be that guy, guys. Like, yeah, that's super. Like she's literally thinking about like deleting her Instagram because of this dude. Why didn't you just make it private? That's what I told her. I don't know. Mine's we'll private. Yeah, we'll see. I told her to make it private, but yeah, this goon, he will not leave her alone. If you're listening, leave her alone. Like, seriously. And not to get stern and overboard on the podcast, but like, it's uncalled for. I, the thing about internet trolls is they just want attention. And the moment that you try to reason with them is when you start feeding the trolls. This isn't trolling, though. This is like being weird and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Trolls are weird and creepy sometimes. It's true. That's the reason. Honestly, the biggest reason that we got a P.O. box was just like... yeah. Hmm. No, I mean, that makes complete sense. Safety first, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want some weird, I don't want some weirdo hearing my address and then showing up at my house. I mean, God help anyone that shows up here (laughs) (laughs) with ill intent. (laughs) Yeah, because Mrs. Codger is a beast. Yeah. And my kids take karate. Yeah, and just the, so many guns. It's true. It's it is true. But no, that's good though. It's nice that um people are actually using it. I didn't I, I was Yeah, sorry to take that dark turn. No, you're good. I just thought it needed to be said. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. But yeah, thanks to the to you guys that have been sending us stuff through the P.O. box. Uh it's awesome to hear from you. It's awesome that you guys for some reason like us enough that you you want to send us things. Um, we've gotten artwork, we've gotten pipes and tobacco and yeah, it's been cool. It's been awesome. Yeah. But that PO box, if you wanted to send something there is PO box four, three, two Daleville, Indiana, four, seven, three, three, four. That's in the show notes in case you forget it or in case you didn't understand what I just said. Yeah. And I guess I should also say that that is in the U S of a, because we do have some international listeners. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
So. Our last package came from Sweden. S- Sweden. He, you know, he messaged me and he said that I nailed it when I said his town. And he said that he and his, I think he said his girlfriend, he and his girlfriend were listening. And they were both like, wow, he really, they were like impressed with me being able to say the really the Swedish word and I, that I nailed it. That's the second time you've been complimented on your ability to say foreign words <laughs> or names. What was his town name? Uh, I don't remember. I got to find the box. Actually, I think the box is in the trash. That was rude. You threw away that masterpiece of duct tape? (laughs) (laughs) It was bomb-proof. That box was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyway. No, uh, it's like Volks and Dubenhaben. Volks and Dubenhaben. I don't know. I just made that up. That sounds like something. Sounds like a car. A Volks and Dubenhaben? Yeah. I guess that doesn't sound Swedish. That sounds German. Yeah. What are you drinking over there, Indiana Nate? Just a little bells too hard. <laughs> Something a little new and different. Every time that I see you drinking that, I have to ask. I don't know what. It's just. Yeah. It's old hat now. I feel like people are going to think I only drink bells too hearted. You actually don't drink it very often on the podcast I don't, anymore. No. I used to drink it like every. Every week pretty yeah. much. It's a delicious. It's a delicious beer. It's been a minute since I had a beer on here. Like just randomly had a beer. Like I had. We had Guinness. Yeah. And we had that barley wine. Yeah. But for me to just like pick up a beer and have it on the air, it's been a minute. Yeah. I reach for whiskey more than anything. And my delicious key lime seltzer water. Gross. Ooh, nice. All I drink at the house is seltzer water. But I hate anything lime or lemon flavored. See, I like this one because it reminds me of Sprite. I don't like Sprite. It's better than water. But there are other flavors that would be better. Sure. The orange one, like an orange dreamsicle one. Mm. Now we're talking. I buy like La Croix. La Croix. Yeah. That's usually what I buy because it's, they sell to Aldi for like $5 for like a 15 pack. Yeah. My problem with La Croix and like Buble Uh is that they don't really taste anything like what they say they taste like. They really lack in flavor. I I wholeheartedly disagree. Like, the strawberry one tastes like the cans of seltzer water were hauled in the same semi-truck as a package of strawberries. Okay. Like, you open, you're like, I get a hint of strawberries. And then you taste it, you're like, this tastes awful. It doesn't taste like strawberries at all. Well, I... I don't even know if Lacroix makes a strawberry flavored one. I think Buble does, though. Probably. I don't drink Buble. They're the same thing. They're not the same thing. They're basically the same thing. They're not even close. They're aluminum cans of fizzy water. Well, by that logic, beer is the same as them. <laughs> Coors Light. Honestly, I've always told people Coors Light is like beer flavored seltzer water. It tastes like seltzer water that been hauled around. With beer in the same truck. It's like you open it and you're like, oh, this smells like beer. And then you take a drink and you're like, that, that doesn't taste like beer. Mm. Tastes like seltzer water with a hint of beer. I think you're just trying to be hurtful now. <laughs> you can't have my beer anymore. 
Well, let's calm down. <laughs> I thought we were just joking around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like in this whiskey though. This uh, Heaven Hill bottled and bond. Yeah, I popped it earlier tonight, and I'm on my second glass so far. That's why you're so jolly. I'm. I'm just kidding. You're being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably like a sandblasted episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I had a hefty pour of this. Oh uh, okay. I had a really hefty pour of this earlier, and uh, my second pour was a generous pour. We'll just call it that. It wasn't as hefty as the first one. Yeah, but it's generous. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm drunk, but I wouldn't drive. Mm. <laughs> buzz driving is drunk driving. Buzz driving is drunk driving. We do not condone buzz driving. Do not drive buzzed or drunk. Yeah. Oh man, but, but this whiskey is very good. It is Heaven Hilled. Heaven Hill bottled in bond, mm-hmm. which by definition is a hundred proof mm-hmm. and four years old. I believe that's correct. Well, it has to, I think bottled in bond by definition has to be at least four years old and a hundred proof. It is seven years old. I don't know. I don't know anything. We don't know anything. No, we do not. Russ is probably over here like beating his head against the dashboard right now. Punching the air. Punching the air. That's what Get Piped always says. Well, we're not trying to be like Get Piped. All right. We're not whimsical and uninformative. We're just uninformative. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing whimsical going on over here. Nope. You want me to read this? You want to read it? Mm Mm-mm. I'll stumble over it. I did so well over the last one. You you do so well with reading. I want you to do it. Let me... This is bottled in bond under U.S. government supervision. Yeah, that's what bottled in bond means. Heaven Hill, family owned since 1935. Country, nope, Kentucky straight. <laughs> Here, let, me, let the drunk guy read this. Were you reading the front or the back? <laughs> I, was ha- I was at the bottom of the front. I'm just going to start over here. Bottled in bond under U.S. government supervision. Heaven Hill, family-owned since 1935. 100 proof, 50% alcohol by volume, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. This bourbon is seven years old. Distilled by Heaven Hill Distillery, Louisville, Kentucky. Bottled by Heaven Hill Distillery, Bartstown, Kentucky. That's pretty good so far. Yeah, you're doing great. The best of the great Kentucky bourbons. This Kentucky bourbon pays tribute to the earliest days of the distillery's history when in 1939 it released Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. The namesake brand quickly became the number one selling bourbon whiskey in the state of Kentucky. Still today, the craftsmanship poured into this bottle by the same founding family meets exacting standards first set forth in the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This historic offering reflects on the company's founder's firm belief it takes patience and perseverance to make something of great quality. Eat it. That was wonderful. Thanks. I love a lot of Heaven Hill products. Okay. I have never until today had Heaven Hill bottled and bond. I've never even seen it on the shelf. 
until a couple weeks ago. Mrs. Nice. Cosner and I saw it. Actually, no, take that back. Black Friday, we were at Meyer. Oh, nope. Okay. Thanksgiving Day, we were at, at Meyer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I saw it on the shelf, and I was like, "Gotta get it," because I like most of the any Heaven Hill product that I have that I have bought or tried. I've really loved. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, what are some examples? Evan Williams, delicious. Uh, Evan Williams small batch, good. Uh, Bernheim, I believe, is a Heaven Hill product. Hmm. I've got something else in here. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I think Larceny is a Heaven Hill product. Hmm. I believe that's correct. I think there's a couple more up there, but off the top of my head, that's what I got. Nice. <sighs> but this is very sneaky, Hunter Proof. Yeah. Very sneaky. Yeah. I think that's why it's hit me because sipping it, you would not guess this is 100 proof. No. And that's, uh, I wasn't last week. I think it was maybe two weeks ago. We drank something. Might've been three weeks ago, but I had a sip of it and immediately I was like, Ooh, that tastes like it's about 95 proof, whatever. Yeah. Um, and this is, I mean, I think it was that old tub. Old tub unfiltered was what we had a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a hundred proof. Yeah. Um this one it hits below. Like it 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 punches lower than this is sipping like an eighty five ninety proof. Dare I say it's smooth. Yeah. There's like a little bit of a spiciness to it, like on the finish. Um, it's, really? I don't know. It's very, very good. I'm getting a very creamy, caramely taste. Yeah. Not so much of vanilla, and there's a hint of it. Um, not getting a ton of oak coming out of it, which you would think at a seven year. You'd be getting quite a bit of oak, but I'm not really getting that. Um, I'm just, it's kind of one dimensional. It's not a super complex whiskey, but I mean, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's a hundred proof makes me feel like this would stand up pretty well in a cocktail. Oh yeah. You know, this flavor would come through pretty well. Um, I don't know though, but we're just drinking this in neat pours in Glen Cairns. It's kind of thin. There's not really, it doesn't have any legs hardly at all. And it, I don't know. It's just not viscous in the mouth. You know, how some blends or some drinks when you drink them, it almost feels like it's climbing up the walls in your mouth. Yeah. This doesn't have that feeling. Yeah. And so that's what I equate to thin. It just doesn't, it just rolls down the throat without really coating your mouth much. Yeah, it's good. It's a very tasty blend. I dig it. Yeah. 
I think I paid 50 bucks for this bottle. Maybe. Wasn't a stupid amount of money, but it was more than like, if this was a regular blend, I keep saying blend. I did too. If this was a regular um, on the shelf product for me, I wouldn't spend that kind of money on it. Right. But I did because I'd never had it before. Yeah. And I was like, I like Heaven Hill products a lot. Yeah. Honestly, Evan Williams bottled and bond is probably one of my, has become one of my favorite whiskeys. Okay. It's cheap. It's like $17. Yeah. It's really good. I would take Evan Williams bottled and bond over this. I'd probably take old tub bottled and bond over this. Um, in the bottled and bond stuff, I don't know what else I have that's bottled and bond. Mm. It's not bonded, but Forrester 100. Yeah, Old Forrester 100 is not bottled in bond, but I would probably take that over this. But those are all pretty good whiskeys, so. I don't know. It's it's not, like I said, it's not anything that I would write home about, but it's pretty good. I think it's a very, very tasty whiskey. Um, and again, like we said, a sneaky 100 proof. But I won't I, drink, I won't be drinking anymore tonight. <laughs> I wouldn't pay. Having had it, there's equal or better bourbons for cheaper. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. Like, like I said, Evan Williams... Bottled on bond is like 17. You can get it for less than $20 a bottle. Yeah. And given the price difference, Evan Williams bottled and bond hands down better buy. Yeah. But it's good though. I mean, it's your favorite kind of whiskey. It's free whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't love this tobacco because it's free tobacco. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh man. Any any new things with this tobacco that you've as we've been sitting here? No, no, no. Still, still not, uh, still not agreeing with you, huh? No, I mean, I I smoked a couple. Uh, I I lit it up again and had a few more puffs on it, and it's, I know it's just got that classic. I agree with you that it's very reminiscent of a lot of different uh, Virginia blends I've had. I can taste the. But I, I do agree with you. There's some kind of a weird sour note in there. It also really stings in the sinuses when you exhale and retrohale it. Mm. Especially on first light. Whoo, lit me up a couple times. Like that horseradishy burn in the sinuses. Yeah. But I still haven't got sick from this yet. I'm not even feeling it yet. Well, good. Then again, I am two glasses of whiskey in, so. Yeah. I'm puffing it pretty hard, dude. I'm getting, I'm getting vapor vibes from this. It's very reminiscent of like a, a Virginia Preak. Yeah, the that that tangy nostril stinginess that is what I get from Preak. Yeah, and that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from this. I know there's no Preak in this, or at least from what we read, there's no Preak in this. So. Yeah. That would lead me to believe I'm getting that from that Rustica. I don't know. 
I have nothing to compare it to because I haven't had anything with Rustica in it that I not to my knowledge at least. Yeah, me neither. You know what we should get into though? Get into the Instagram Pipe Maker Club November Challenge Pipes. They're done, guys, because it's December. They are here. And they're loud and they're proud. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull it up. That's not. See, you're probably going to run this thing, man, because uh, I'm dumb. I'm like over here searching Instagram how to look it up. <laughs> but I should be looking at the Discord. There was a lot of them this month. Jay had to split it up, I think, on Instagram, didn't he? Are you awake? Yes. <laughs> My whole family has been sick. Oh. I'm, Are you getting sick? No. I've already been sick and I'm over it. Oh. Well, I'm coming on the, the, the tail end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I, I'm going to get sick. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Honestly, like... um. Tuesday, so my wife was sick, my daughter was sick, and I mm, fended it off for like a week and a half or two weeks, and then last Tuesday, I started getting very sick. Um, I almost called into work on Wednesday, then I almost called into work on Thursday, but I went in both days because I'm a trooper. You are a trooper. And uh, it's what I appreciate about you. When Friday came around, my boss was like, I was working in urines all week. Mm. And uh, Thursday evening, my boss was like, are you 100% sure you're going to come in tomorrow? And I was like, I'm pretty sure. And she was like, well, if you're not going to come in, will you go clean up the urine room? Because <laughs> it's, whenever I work, I leave it, everything a mess. Like, <coughs> Sorry. So I was like, well, I better come in because I, I'm not going to clean up right now. It's the end of the day on Thursday. But anyway, so I I uh, fought through it, but my voice is a little deeper than usual. A little more sultry than usual. A little more sultry. But every once in a while. I wasn't going to say anything, but I was kind of getting a little riled up over yeah. here. <laughs> every once in a while, I get like a little bit of a frog. So I apologize if it's coming through. For listeners, and I have a little tickle every once in a while, but I'm surviving. You know what I mean? I'm glad you're surviving. I, you know, I didn't get to tell you a whole lot about my week because we just jumped right into the swing of things, but I had a rough week too. Yeah? Yeah. I took off Wednesday and uh, went uh, pheasant hunting. Oh. Yeah. You any fezzies? Uh, we saw a bunch, but you're only allowed to shoot. The males, you can't shoot the females. Oh. Yeah, and literally we jumped 14 hens. We flushed 14 hens. Saw tons of pheasants. No roosters. I mean... How can you tell they're roosters or hens? Well, let me explain basic anatomy to you. I'm just kidding. That's what I was going to like, can you, is there like a certain thing you're looking for when they take off between the legs? legs? <laughs> like something causing a little wind resistance. <laughs> oh, I want to take that such a graphic direction, but I won't. I assume it's probably kind of like how roosters have like the red thing on their head. 
Uh, actually, with pheasants, it's way easier. They're colored completely different. Oh, like robins. Um, even more so. Like in pheasants, the females are completely bland. Like they're like gray, gray, gross. And then yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and then the roosters are like multicolored. They're bright red with like blue and green and white. In purple colors and like nice, yeah, gorgeous birds, beautiful, yeah, yeah. So when you flush them, you're like, oh, hen. Actually, you go hen, 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 and you hope your guy, your guys you're hunting with, don't shoot it. So if you're shooting, like if if you spooked up fourteen and one of them was a rooster, yeah, you're only gonna spook like usually one or two at a time. Pheasants are kind of like lone survivors; they don't they don't stay in packs. You just say you. Sp- Booked up 14 females? Yeah, throughout over 16 acres. Or oh, 60, okay. 60 acres. Okay, well, all right. Well, if you spook up a couple of them, and one of them's a rooster, and one of them's a hen. Right. And you shoot, and you accidentally kill the hen, do you just leave it and pretend like it didn't happen? Uh, that would be one course of action one could take. Okay. Technically, you're supposed to call DNR and be like, hey, I accidentally shot a hen. And then they come out, and they confiscate it, and then they give you a warning if they're gracious. You're supposed to call and rat on yourself? Yeah, basically. So you're just leaving the dead bird. If if you were to do that, that's what one could make the decision to do. I don't feel like any sane human would call and rat on themselves. <laughs> like, hey, I accidentally just committed a crime. Come find me. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. But it was an accident. I'm not going to take the chance of some DNR guy having a bad day trying to ruin my life. You know Hi- what I mean? Hypothetically... I, if I were to have been out hunt, pheasant hunting on this property, I may have been with two other people, and one of those people may or may not have hypothetically shot a hen. Okay. Thinking that it was a rooster, even though I hypothetically may have said hen, 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 <laughs> and he said no a rooster. Hypothetically said that. Yeah. And then hypothetically shot said bird. Okay. And then hypothetically we were to have tracked it down. And then might have possibly hypothetically said, that was a rooster, wasn't it? And then might have hypothetically said, well, it's a hen now. Uh, Yeah. Can you tell the difference in the birds if you remove all their feathers? (laughs) I don't know. It's not like I'm over here undressing pheasants. Well, I mean, if you're, you kill them because you're going to eat them, right? I mean, sure. I'm, I'm not like searching their genitalia. Right. No, I was just, well, I mean, like I was just thinking if somebody were to accidentally shoot a hen, could they just like clean it right there and they just bring the carcass with them? And if they were to get caught, they could be like, that's a rooster. <laughs> could the DNR guy look at it and be like, this is definitely a hen's carcass. I don't I don't know. I mean, probably. Yeah. Depends on how well trained the DNR person is. This is kind of a weird question. This is such a hypothetical situation because this never happened. Of right, course. right, right. But th- this is an odd question. But uh, anatomically speaking. Right. Do male birds have genitalia like that you can visibly see? They're internal that they become external as needed. Oh, they like poke them out? <laughs> Depends on what kind of bird. This is getting a little graphic for family-friendly content. We could talk about this off-air if you would like. All right. All right. I'm sorry. 
Uh, but let's just say ducks are very different from chickens. Okay. And anybody that is curious about that, you should Google a duck. They got the hook. Um, Don't some birds have a hook? <laughs> I can't believe we're talking like about a barbed situation. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about <laughs> such a foul conversation. <laughs> Let's talk about these pipes. Let's talk about these pipes. We yeah. got derailed. I'm sorry. I had to talk about pheasant hunting. Oh, but you had a good time pheasant hunting. I had a great time pheasant hunting. Yeah. And then why the rest of your week suck? It didn't actually. Oh, I was just trying to make you feel better. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was really cold out there. We went out there and it was like 20 degrees, but it was in a wide open field. Oh, yeah. Over in northwestern Indiana. So it was flat as could be. Mm-hmm. Basically, I think like an hour north of Terre Haute is where we were hunting. Okay. You know how flat it is out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can see. Like Montezuma area, like over in that way? No, this was here in the U.S. <laughs> uh, not from the halls of Montezuma. Uh, this was in a town called Fowler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where that's of, at? Lots of birds in Fowler. Yeah. They literally named the town after it. Yeah. They're very proud of the birds in Fowler because the whole town is like pheasant themed. Nice. With murals of pheasants and all sorts of stuff. Yep, yep. It's crazy. Anyway, let's talk about these pipes. Because these right. poor makers, they're sitting here listening to this and they're just getting angry that we're talking about pheasant genitalia. Well, you were. You were asking lots of questions. <laughs> you were oddly curious about bird genitalia. Just something I find interesting. That's you all. You are the inquisitive scientist type, so that makes sense. Well, what was this month's theme? Let's start there. Well, I'm very thankful for this month's theme. Are you? Yeah, because the theme was Thanksgiving feast. Ooh. Yeah. I had one of those today. You did. Um, but the they were supposed to be doing like a uh, colors that you might see in a Thanksgiving feast type thing. So, okay, cool, cool, cool. Did I did I get that right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Jay comes up with these like really obscure themes, and I sometimes I'm like I don't even know if I fully understand this. You may read it. Go for it. Read it. He said. Any shape, any material, but in the spirit of Thanksgiving, a visual example is below for those not in the celebratory country. Because this is a U.S. and this is a U.S. holiday. Yes, Thanksgiving is a U.S. holiday. It, it celebrates the times that the pilgrims broke bread with the Native American people, and they gave thanks for the help that they shared. Yes, right before they killed them all. <laughs> It says, build your pipe with all the aesthetics of a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, as you would see the colors on a set table to feast on. The warm and golden browns of a succulent bird or grandma's Cajun blackened and cooked fried turkey. The reds of a cranberry sauce or compote. The oranges of a yam dish with soft whites of a melted marshmallow topping. The muted greens of steamed vegetables. In other words, a meal mimicking the colors of a fall Thanksgiving dinner. And then he provided a few pictures and said, and the caveat, 
you must have three colors in your aesthetic palette that work harmoniously together. Harmoniously. Making a pipe that looks good enough to not just smoke, but to eat. Ooh. So it's got to have a succulent side. Yeah. Yeah. Like a small plant. Not that kind of succulent. Oh. Like delicious finger licking good. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The first pipe that was done for this month was by ZZ. How unusual. (laughs) (laughs) ZZ's like the first one done every single month. He is. I swear this dude makes so many stinking pipes. He usually makes multiples a a month for a challenge. I love his little pipe sock things that he makes. The little felt. The pouches. Yeah. Yeah, they're so cool. Um... He produced a turkey leg. Oh, yeah. It's like olive wood mm-hmm. with a um, green accent ring and like a fuchsia kind of cranberry colored yeah. uh, stem. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. A little nose warmer. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm digging the uh, the turkey leg theme. Yeah. Just like a little, little, little nubby turkey leg. Then Jason Patrick did a variation on an elephant's foot that I'm calling a cornucopia. That's what he said. It's a dainty little pipe weighing 0.8 ounces or 23 grams. It's got a 17 millimeter or 0.66 diameter and one and a uh, one and three eighths inch deep bowl. And it is like an elephant's foot slash cornucopia with a bamboo shank and a black ebonite stem. It is quite the attractive pipe. It's a smooth uh, with some spectacular grain. Yeah, it's beautiful. And he said, shout out to EP Pipes for the idea of the cornucopia. And then uh, Tina Tina, the pipe diva, did a, what she calls a low-fat, gluten-free, and no-sugar-added rhubarb pie cob. And it has, so it's a, like a purpley, like fuchsia rhubarb colored rhubarb pie colored uh, cob, a bamboo shank, and a white stem. It's kind of got some uh, like like pencil-y lavat kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The pipe looks pretty darn cool. But a low-fat, gluten-free, no-sugar-added rhubarb pie sounds awful. <laughs> I want the sugar, the gluten, the fat. I want it all. I love rhubarb pie. You want it Paula Dean style? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of butter. And bigotry. <laughs> Just all baked in. Uh, the close-up on this, it's got like glitter on the outside of the pipe. Oh, wow. Yeah, it does. I dig it. Hmm. We don't see a whole lot of cobs. Not a whole lot of makers are doing cobs. No. In this group. Oh, let's see here. EP Pipes did a turkey leg, and it looks like a legit turkey leg. Like it one hundred percent looks like a, a a smoked turkey leg. Yeah. That is such an interesting pipe. It's kind of like the um, the Briar cigars. Yeah, yeah, like the Zeppelins or whatever. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought of because it's a straight, like the, the bowl is on the end of the pipe. Yeah. That's so weird. I mean, he is kind of weird. You're right. I bet. 
I bet Tin High had a lot to do with this particular. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves to drink bourbon and go out and make pipes. Mm-hmm. But the like the uh, the carving that he did into the briar, I'm assuming that's briar. Um, but the carving he did into it like looks like the gristly bits. Yeah, it 100 percent does. It looks like like the stem is like bone colored, almost as if like as he was smoking it, the meat pulled up off of the bone and like yeah pulled towards the meaty the meaty end. That's exactly what it looks like. Made me hungry just looking at it. Uh, let's see here. He said the stem material is faux ivory. Oh, the material is olive wood. Oh, okay. you must have stained that pretty good then. Yeah, I never would have guessed that was olive wood. Interesting. I mean, it looks delicious. He nailed that on the spot then, you know. Jay said to make it look like it fit right on a table and that it was, yeah. you know. That's exactly right. Just looking. Yeah. Uh, Rich from Smith at Smith House Pipes has this um, Rhodesian-ish. You'd call it Rhodesian, right? I would. Yeah. It's like a bent Rhodesian. Uh, looks like a horn accent ring and a bright yellow stem. Like, like sweet corn yellow. Oh, good call. I was trying to think like what food would be that color. Yeah, this but this thing has very this the bowl or the stumble is sand it looks like it's sandblasted and has kind of like that like browned turkey skin look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig it. It's a good looking pipe. It is. Uh at Pathfinder underscore pipes, Austin. He did um, just like a, a freehand shape. I, I don't know what I, I wouldn't. I don't know what to call that necessarily, other than just a freehand. It's kind of billiardy. Yeah. Got plateau around the rim, and let's see here. He says this is a third hand cut stem that he's ever made. Uh, I think there are areas I can improve on, but it was fun giving it a try. When I think Thanksgiving, I think turkey, grandma's handmade rolls. And mashed potatoes, hence all the shades of brown. Multicolored brown acrylic stem, olive wood shank, and contrast stain on the briar. Nice. That is my favorite color of Thanksgiving. I don't want any colors on my plate. I want all shades of brown. Oh, yeah. No orange? You're not a sweet potato guy? No, not a sweet potato guy. Really? Give me the turkey. Give me the like the like the greasy skin pieces of turkey, too gross i don't want the i mean i don't mind white meat but i want that like all the skin that people pick off and just like leave laying there just give me all of that yeah good stuff it's gross it's wonderful but this is a beautiful pipe it is your voice is getting deeper as we as we go yeah the stem itself when i first looked at it it reminded me of like gravy Mm. there's a way it's marbled you know what i mean i like it I was like, mm, kind of like what gravy, gravy gets. You know, sometimes gravy will get kind of a film over the top. Oh yeah, and then you kind of stir it back in. And you can kind of chew it. Oh yeah, there's some like lumps of gravy. Oh yeah, I love me some gravy. Pour that over the turkey skin. It's just like pure fat you're eating, and it's wonderful. Mm, that's gross. <laughs> hey, speaking of easy pipes, making more than one pipe. <laughs> <laughs> he made two more. Yeah, three more. Jeez, right. Or is that top left picture? That's just his like... Yeah, that's yeah. That's okay. just his profile pic, I think. He made two more like billiardy looking pipes here. 
he's just showing off at this point, just throwing a whole bunch of pipes out there. Yeah. ZZ, the overachiever, man. Love that guy. He turns out, he turns out he's like the Italian EP pipes. Just not as drunk. <laughs> I think he's Greek. Is he Greek? I'm pretty sure he's Italian. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I think he's Greek. <laughs> I have no idea why I think that. Sorry, ZZ. Nate's going to look it up right now. He's a ping pong champion, though. He is, yeah. yes. He's a professional ping pong guy. Oh, he's definitely Italian, then. Why do you say that? I don't know. It just feels right. Does his Instagram page say? No. It See, just says there's, there's something deeply satisfying about shaping something with your hands. That's something that something an Italian would say. That's true. That does sound like I mean, something. they use their hands when they talk. It's just like, they even shape their words with their hands. I don't think you can say that. I'm leaving. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Love, ZZ, reach out to us, man. We love hearing from you. Uh, pipes by Woo. Garrett, he said, here's the November pipe. It used colors that remind me of Thanksgiving meal, tan, cranberry, slash purple, and a little orange. This reminds me of like a, um, I don't know what they're called, but it's like the little wooden dipper that you use for honey. It's called a honey dipper. Is it called? Oh, see? Yeah. I should have known that. You almost had it. <laughs> it's called a honey dipper. Is that really what it's called? Yeah. That's genuinely what the name is of it. Oh, see? I don't know anything about these things. I know nothing. But doesn't it look like a honey dipper? It's kind of got that vibe. Yeah. It's got this like golden, like the, the part that is, um, has grooves like a honey dipper is like that golden honey color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got some sort of accent ring. It doesn't say here what material it is, but he's got this cranberry oh that stem is beautiful yeah the stem is fantastic mm. i'm digging it yeah it's a very super long stem like the stem is probably i don't know five eighths of the pipe was that was that too oddly specific on the uh ratio you, you kind of smirked when i said five eighths of the pipe I did I did smirk because I was like five eighths, that's weird. And then I looked and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty <laughs> that's actually pretty accurate. Uh let's see here. Jesse Culp is the next one. He said <laughs> I love this one. It's a black pipe. And he says, burnt squash. Not every Thanksgiving can be the best. <laughs> It is kind of a, uh, I don't know, what would you call this shape? Is that like a squat tomato? Is that what yeah, you call that? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I would call that a squat tomato. Uh, the, the shank like flares out. Yeah. Towards the stem. I like that about it. That's the part that sticks out to me on this pipe. And I love how that the face of the shank um, isn't squarely faced. Yeah. 
normally you would want that where the stem and the shank meet up to be squarely faced because aesthetically that's what you would normally see on a pipe right but in this case i think it really works with that kind of like wavy yeah and i like how he left it smooth on the the rim of the bowl and on the rim of the shank he doesn't say what the accent piece around the stem is but that's a good looking pipe great pipe jesse it is beautiful that's at oliphant pipes um Mark Berg, it's at M underscore Berg underscore BHP. He said, November's roasted turkey leg, free form, organically shaped pipe with sandblast, smooth, and plateau. Uh, colored to mimic the textures and colors of a golden brown roasted turkey leg. The stem is green bean casserole. <laughs> uh, ebonite with a little touch of pumpkin pie as the stem flare accent. I hope everyone had a good holiday if you celebrate. And I love the colors yeah. in this pipe. They flow so well together. They really, really do. That green bean casserole uh, stem yeah. looks like green bean casserole. It has all of the colors that green bean casserole has. Yeah. It's it's perfect. Are you a green bean casserole fan? I love green bean casserole. Ugh. Love it. Ugh. Ugh. What don't you like about it? Everything about green bean casserole is gross. You like green beans? Not really. Well, then that's probably your your first problem. I don't like green beans. I don't like cream of mushroom soup. I don't like... The french fried onions are okay. Uh-huh. That's basically green bean casserole. Yeah. It's just not not my thing. Not my jam. I, I like cream of mushroom soup just as a soup. Oh, gosh. It's so good. Oh. But that's like the little... Bits of black in this stem kind of remind me of the mushrooms. I'm a golden mushroom soup fan. Yeah. You don't I, like golden mushroom soup? I've never had golden mushroom soup. I'm sure I would love it. I love all, I love most soups. Um, golden mushroom on some cubed steak in a crock pot. Sounds like, uh, sounds like we didn't have dinner sometime soon. <laughs> Cause that sounds awesome. <laughs> On mashed potatoes? Oh, lordy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Mark Berg's pipe. <laughs> this, dude, this challenge is making me hungry, man. Seriously, it is. It's 10, 15 at night, and I'm starving from this now. This pumpkin pie accent piece he put on there is perfect, too. Yeah, this is a stunner of a pipe. Yeah. And then, you know, Kevin Foster's just showing off with all the facets on this thing, on this blowfish. Yeah, it's kind of a jerk, to be honest. Oh, man, that guy. He's one of those cocky pilots, you know? Why do you have two stems? One of those arrogant guys that flies planes for a living. You know, just those jerks wearing those fancy suits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. We love Kevin Foster. We do love Kevin Foster. He's a good champ. He's a champ, man. He's just, he's a good sport. He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. Dude, this is, the the facets that he has on this blowfish are spectacular. Yeah. Just an amazing eye. Um. This is his 100th pipe. It's his first blowfish. Snakewood shank cap. I don't know what snakewood is. It's that cap, the, yeah. the shank. Mm-hmm. It's a type of wood. He said, <laughs> He said I made two stems for it. Traditional black with the flare, with, yeah, with the flare, and a more fun teal brindle without the flare to show off the snakewood a little better. Are you the uh, teal? Are you a fan of the teal or the black? I've been thinking about this. I think he's right. 
I feel like the teal kind of does show off the snake wood a little bit better, but I really dig the flare on the black one. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm black in this situation. Well, I've heard that once you've gone black, you can't go back. I've also heard that. Yeah. So. I mean, the black one does look a little bigger. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but uh, just depends <laughs> on if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, man. This episode's a disaster. I like them both. (laughs) (laughs) I can't have to recompose myself. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, Kevin. (laughs) The bird's eye on this is insane. Yeah, and then like he left some of the... um, like some of the plateau, yeah. Like spots of the plateau, it's it's insane. It looks it looks good. It looks real good. Yeah, I'm gonna guess Jay bought that pipe. Probably a solid guess. <laughs> and then Flora uh, Pondio. Mm-hmm. I hope I pronounced that right. I'm sorry if I did not. You've been right on every other foreign name. Uh, Flora Pondio. Uh, made this, what you call that, an egg? Um, it's, I don't know. It, it's kind of more of an apple. Okay, we'll go with an apple. I don't know anything. I don't, I mean, I don't either. It kind of just looks like, kind of like a fat egg. I'm not sure what wood this is made out of either. The way the grain is on the left side of the pipe makes me think that it's probably like some sort of non-typical wood. Yeah. I'm going to guess let's go with something like uh, Osage Orange. We're going with Osage Orange. Okay. Okay. That's what it kind of reminds me of. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what he made it out of but it doesn't look like like Briar. Yeah. Or olive for that matter. It looks good though. It does look good. I like that like the gray and the kind of orange that pops through in the gray. Mm-hmm. It like has a, a uh sparkly stem. Is it is it sparkly? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a black with sparkles in the acrylic. Yeah, it reminds me of like a night sky. Ooh, good call. Uh Aaron at Carolina.cumberland. This thing is snazzy, dude. That uh, Fordite that he used, yeah, on the flare of the sh- of the stem and also on the flare of the shank, the accent. That's a big, beautiful chunk of Fordite. Yeah, yeah, it's it really pops. It is a like a forward canted Rhodesian. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an accurate description. And of course, he's got his Carolina Cumberland material that he makes stem. Uh, it's like a green and black swirl, looks like. Yeah. Am I getting my colors right? So far, you're doing great, buddy. All right. And then our friend at Freehand Pipes, um, he 
this he ended up actually getting this finished. So he posted, he said he didn't think he was going to get it finished. And then he posted it up and said he actually finished it at 3.30 a.m. In, De- in December. But I think it counted towards this, this month's challenge. Uh, and it's got this long bamboo shank and a not sure what the material of the stem is. But he said, I woke up at 3.30 a.m. After a bit of coffee, I figured I'd try to put something together after all. So I put about 12 pounds of clothes on because my workshop is pretty nippy at 11 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, man. And a mad scramble to keep my fingers and toes from turning into chubby little icicles. I at least got a stem on it. Not even remotely like I intended from the start, but what can you do? But the colors on this thing are phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love how that stem goes through the back of it. You see that? Yeah. That's so cool. You know, when he sent me a picture of this, and you know, I told him, uh, because this is the, um, yeah, he sent me a picture of this, and I said, that looks like a piece of coral you'd see in the bottom of an aquarium. Mm-hmm. Like the fake coral, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Three little goldfish to, to, to go swim inside of and die. <laughs> That's what this looks like. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You're terrible. Dude, this is the the coloring on this is spectacular. Yeah, it's crazy. It's got greens and uh blues and fuchsia and yellow and Yeah, I'm missing colors here. You're you're listing some though. Yeah. Are those are right colors, right? Did I list the correct colors? I think so, yeah. I promise I'm not colorblind. This thing just kind of like has it, the color morphs throughout the entire pipe. It's kind of tie dye looking, if you will. Yeah. His, his designs and his pipes are just so abstract. This is very like, like you said, corally looking, but almost like a, like a rock or a snail shell of some sort got covered in coral. Like one side of it's smooth and the other side has got the bumps in the holes like yeah. coral would have. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. It's kind of trippy looking. It's got like kind of a trippy vibe, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I dig it. Very cool. Yeah, it's very, very cool. That's all of them, guys. That is all the pipe. Great job this month. I, uh, there's lots of, there's lots of lookers in there. Yeah, it was a good, um, it was a fun challenge. It was a fun challenge. I, I, uh, I didn't make one. I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, I noticed. Yeah. Just, I need to get my shop back in order, man. I thought your wife got your shop back in order for you. She did, and then we cleaned up the other side of the garage, and the stuff from that side of the garage ended up in there, and then my side of the garage where my stuff's at is kind of like the catch-all area, so when the kids take something from the house out to the garage, it ends up over there. Uh, I mean, it's it's navigable, but like she got the garage like navigable, uh-huh. but I still need to go out and like organize all of my stuff. Like my benches are just covered in like chunks of wood and tools and like nothing's organized. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel so. Ugh. I get that way a lot of times if it's like if something needs to be cleaned up and I like my garage, I need to reorganize my garage. Yeah. When I go out there, 
I look at it, I'm like, I don't even know where to start with this. So then I just don't start. Yeah. That's how I live my life. Yeah. You probably feel that way at work too. You got the pee and blood everywhere and Yeah, that's what it's, yeah. It's just really hard to like you know, want to do work when you just got pee and blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this old lady that works with us. Janice. No. But if you just leave your mess Regina for long enough, she comes in and cleans it all because she hates messes. So you just leave it messy so she comes in and cleans it? Yeah. She doesn't have to. It's not her area. I'm going to clean it. But I, I'm going to purposely delay. I'm going to clean it on Friday. And I'm not cleaning it at the pace with which she would prefer to be cleaned. So then she comes in and cleans everything. And I come into work. And I'm like, oh, great. My entire space has been cleaned and is reorganized. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. That sounds like a real problem. Sometimes, uh, sometimes she moves things and I don't know where she put them. And that's a little frustrating because it's like, this is my space this week. Like I'm over here this week. You're not over here this week. Don't come over here and mess with my stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, she's taking out all my trash and <laughs> cleaning off my counters and disinfecting everything. Are you married to this person? Because <laughs> it sounds like a husband wife relationship. No, she's, but she's that way with everybody. Oh, okay. She's, she's like the grandma of the lab. This kind of way it happens at my house. Like I make all sorts of messes and my wife just comes behind me and cleans it all up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm a slob. Yeah. I have this bad habit of like, I'll make a mess. Let me give you an example. So in the mornings, I like to leave with a cup of coffee and a thermos. I like to drink it on the way to work, right? Mm-hmm. Smoke a pipe, have a cup of coffee, enjoy my drive on the way in. Mm-hmm. Try not to road rage. When I get to work, my coffee's done. I leave my thermos in there. I go into work, finish my day, drive home. I get out of my car. My hands are full. I can't carry the thermos. My hands are full. So the thermos stays in my car. The next day I go out. I'm like, oh, crap. I take that thermos out of the, the cup holder and I set it in the, in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Put my new thermos in there. I do that until we have no thermoses left in the house. And then I get grocery sacks and I go out and I collect all the thermoses out of my car. <laughs> and then I take them inside and I set them on the table and I go, babe, don't wash those. I'm, this is my mess. I'm going to clean this up. Please don't wash these because I feel bad about it. Like some of them sitting there for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Moldy coffee remnants in them and stuff like that. They're all empty. They're not moldy. But then I just don't do it. And they just sit on the dining room table until she gets annoyed and washes them all because she doesn't want this trash on her dining room table anymore. And then I'm like, I told you I was going to wash that. And she's like, it's been five days of them just sitting on our dining room table. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry you did that. I'm a terrible person. You are a terrible person. (laughs) All right. So we finished up with the uh, Instagram Pipe Maker Club pipes and... Uh, we're running out of time. We re- recorded a really long episode with us rambling about a b- bunch of random stuff. So we should probably wrap this up. Because, oh yeah. You know, nobody's going to listen to a really, really long episode, but next week I'm excited because we have uh, a scotch. We're going to be drinking because we've been drinking a lot of bourbon lately. Almost exclusively. Almost exclusively. <laughs> uh, Cause that's what I have most of, but we're going to be drinking a scotch next week. Glenn Morangi 10. Okay. So we'll uh, be drinking that. Uh, it's a Highland single malt scotch, so. Love it. I think you'll like it. Yeah. We'll see. Yet to be determined. Yeah. What are we smoking next week? 
Next week, we are going to be smoking one of our uh, bill of lading blends. Ooh. Yeah, we haven't had a bill of lading for a while. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. One, maybe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's from LJ Peretti. We, we are revisiting because somebody reached out and said we definitely need to try this one. Um, and we happen to have a sample from Mike Lading. Yeah. And it is LJ Pretty's London Flake. London Flake. Which is a Virginia Perique Flake. Sweet. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. As a reminder, we still it's still going as of right now. The TobaccoPipes.com promo code 15% off. And that is PPP15. Yep. That is PPP15. Yep. I don't know the exact date it stops, but it ran for two weeks from our last episode. So sounds like you got a week left, but don't delay PPP 15, get your 15% off at tobaccopipes.com. And again, thank you to them for providing our smoke and our drink and our pipes for last episode and providing you guys with this awesome promo code. Yeah. Um, reach out to us, pipes, pours and pals at gmail.com. You can reach us at the PO box at PO box four, three, two Daleville, Indiana, four, seven, three, three, four. That is in the show notes. You can reach out to us on Instagram, which is the best way to reach us at Pipes, Pours, and Pals. You can reach myself, Justin, at The Coffee Pot Codger, or you can reach Nate at Indiana Nate, because that's where he's from and that's who he cares about. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since I said that. Yeah. If you'd like to support the podcast's mission of providing a smoking lounge atmosphere for those that don't have one, you can support the podcast through buymeacoffee.com forward slash Pipes, Pours, Pals. Which I think we had another member today we, this week. We did. We they've they've given before, uh, but they added themselves as a recurring membership because they just love us that much. And we're so very thankful. And so very, very thankful. We've had a couple people uh join as members recently. In the last couple of weeks we've had uh we talked about your your DM, Patrick Coakley. Right, yeah. Uh but since then we've had Victoria has joined as a member. And also Chad Brinkman. Nice. Yeah, Chad's in our fantasy league as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so he, he apparently likes us enough that he decides to throw us some money, too. Well, that's awful, awful sweet of him. He said, luckily, the prompt in this box states that, that saying something nice is optional, since we are mortal enemies whom I will destroy in the playoffs <laughs> with love. We'll see, Chad. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. If you even make the playoffs, Chad. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for supporting us i think it's all we got man you got yeah. anything else no i'm good brother are you good you're ready yeah. to get out of here you look tired you sound tired it's been it's still trying it's still trying yeah all right well we're gonna try to get off here goodbye everybody goodbye goodbye